This is a HeadGum Podcast. Welcome to Weekly, the podcast where you'll learn everything you need to know about the celebrities you don't. I'm Lindsay Weber. I'm Bobby Finger. And did you see, so we have a show at the Bell House uh, this week, and did you see uh, how they bungled our catchphrase? Yeah, what did they say? The celebrities you need to know about. (laughs) (laughs) It's just like, the celebrities you don't know about. Honestly, I'm not even mad. It's extremely charming. I love that they got it wrong. Because ours like makes no sense. That's kind of like the journey. The biggest compliment you can give us is to get something about us wrong. Because it's a true tribute to our, our whole mentality. It's... Learn all the things about celebrities you don't already know. <laughs> Honestly. Learn all the things about celebrities you don't already know. It's like it went through you, Google Translate three yes, times. I was just going to say that. You know, when you put something in and you get it back out and then you put something in again? Yeah. It's like if I just, if, if I used my limited French to translate it into French and the French people would be like, what? Our show's going to be great this Thursday. There are surprise guests. It's our last show of the year. So you better believe there's going to be some amazing people there that we can't tell you about because yeah, guess amazing what? We need people. to be surprised. Amazing Buy people. Like, it's going to be great. Like we don't usually traffic in such famous people. No. And yet. No. Just saying. Uh, and yet. So are we going to start the show or not? What should we talk about before? Did you watch Sharp Objects last night? No. Did, we did, watch, you? did we talk about sharp objects at the top of every show now? Or is that just me? I don't want to, but if I you would did. like to say something. I did. So do you want to say something? Um, I haven't watched it yet. It's a dark show. I don't know what dark. there is to say. Yeah, it was dark. I watched I an I equally dark show, though. <laughs> I watched the new uh, episode of The Affair. Oh, you're still watching that? Uh, yeah. My friend Rebecca's still watching that. She's like, it's so bad. She said she had to, I was, I saw her yesterday and she was like, I have to go to an affair party tonight. Like I, wait, I still watch the okay. affair with people. Wait, 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 wait. An affair not a party. party? Not a party, but like an affair view. She watches it with people every week. I literally can't think of a more unenjoyable show to watch with people than the and affair. And she was like, it's so bad. I think they watch it at a bar. Imagine watching Sharp Objects in a group of people. Just like dead people all the time. Just all sad sitting people. there. Just the Everyone's saddest just like, people Ugh. in the saddest town dealing with the saddest set of events. Oh, they found, that's what happened. They found a piece of Don't, evidence. I'm not spoiling okay. it, but they found a piece of evidence. Right. The affair was actually pretty good. I still would not have wanted to watch it with a group How of How many people. affairs are happening at this point? What do you mean? Because the affair, is the original affair still happening? There was one original affair. No, no, it's not happening anymore. But I heard there are more affairs. But it's like the affair. It's like there's one affair that starts like the ripple of the story. It's one affair. And now this is so boring. There, No, it's is funny. Like, honestly, so boring. No, it's um, it's a very it's a very sad and bleak show. And I can't imagine celebrating its uh, existence. Well, OK, well, let's start the show. You will drive it. Uh, so publishing them, but regular real world who David Pecker is in the news again. We talk about him sometimes, and we almost but shouldn't talk about him today. Above us, always. He's just always around, and we owe it to you all to talk about him because he is responsible for so many of the places where we get our news. Well, he owns all the tabloids except for people. Literally all of them, but people. So he's maybe potentially prepping for some sort of scandal because this is really funny so rachel maddow started her show on friday with we have for example ben affleck or josh brolin or mark Wahlberg, or jake gyllenhaal or chris hemsworth 
or the great Anderson Cooper, or the great Jimmy Fallon, um, or that guy from The Hurt Locker who was so good. But then she says, the current cover, which is this woman, Karen McDougal, and it's just like long hair. So the joke is that it's you're usually either this like standard men's haircut or you are a woman. And that rarely happens. But the reason... Right, because the joke was that there are no women yeah, on the cover. the joke cover is that there's never women on the cover of Yeah, men, that's the joke. <laughs> okay. CNN has exclusively been given a secret recording between Donald Trump and his lawyer that appears to confirm that President Trump knew about plans to squash a story about his alleged affair with a former Playboy model, Karen McDougal. Here it is. When it comes time for the financing, which will be... What financing? We'll have to pay you, so... No, 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 I got it. Yeah, what you're trying to say is David Pecker's in the news and we have to talk about him because he owns Us Weekly and like kind of on behalf of Trump bought a story allegedly and, and killed it. This woman, Kara McDougal, claims that she had an, like a long affair with Donald Trump. And so David Pecker was like, oh, we'll buy the exclusive rights to your story. But then what you do is it's called catch and kill. Oh, my God, we're talking about politics. You no, buy I know, the but story. We're, talking, we're trying to talk about catch and kill because yes. I will. I have another story about catch and yes, kill. Yes, it's I, good. It's more just that we're just talking about this being used way more than you expect. Yes. So the way it works is you buy the rights to the story with the intention of never publishing them to keep the story from getting out. So he basically yes. allegedly spent, you know, $150,000 to buy the rights to her story about having an affair with Donald Trump. And he never thought he would publish it. Who is that? I mean, literally, given what Men's Journal usually does for a cover, what is this person doing on the front of Men's Journal? What, what even is her, is, her is her name on the cover? Is she the Facebook detective? <laughs> is her name Style and Design? Is her name Tonic Cocktail? That's not a terrible stage name. It's, no, it's ridiculous. Turns out her name is on the cover. It is, whoop, down there. On the right, second to last line, in the fine print, right underneath, Master the Cable Pulley. It says there in red, uh, she is Karen McDougal. And with this most unusual cover, the readers of Men's Journal Magazine are invited to, as you see there, get Karen McDougal's workout. Well, apparently things are getting sort of <laughs> muddy and weird because... He published it. He published it. He published a story about Karen McDougal, but not the story just like a story about her fitness routine. And apparently the only reason he did it is because, you know, the feds are getting on to the fact that he did this catch and kill thing, which could be feasibly, potentially illegal because it counts as like a campaign. It could be conceived as that. So the reason he was worried about getting in trouble, he can now say, oh no, I bought the rights for this story. It was journalism, even though it's very I clear wanted that the it fitness wasn't. story. Yeah. Let me just quote this, this story from NBC. Maddow said, federal prosecutors are looking into whether or not it was an effort to influence the outcome of the election, an effort that was Ill potentially illegally coordinated with Donald, Donald Trump and his campaign. The existence of McDougal's AMI cover, the host said, is a somewhat hilarious step to make it seem like the $150,000 contract was a legitimate publishing move, even though Men's Journal neither did original photography for the story, nor did its reporter interview her. They just used old archival footage, like images of her, and then an old interview where she talked about her fitness routine. That's unbelievably yeah, it's really lazy. funny, but he's done it before. And yet she got the cover, which is also hilarious because usually when you have a cover story, it's like reported and yeah. the photos it's just are like basically new a and stock all that. photo of her. And because David right. Pecker is trying to get out of something, trying to get out also, of a situation. It's so funny on so many levels because not only is it random that the woman is on the cover of Men's Fitness, mm -hmm. but Men's Journal, Men's Journal, right? Men's, men's Journal. journal. Yeah. 
it's also random. It, like it's it's random on so, it's lazy and random on so many levels that are so obvious. So if you're trying to like hide something, mm-hmm. you do the basically they're doing the opposite. They're making it even more suspicious by by doing this. Mm-hmm. Although whoever it. thinks about Men's Journal, you know, I don't. Sure, but there are big people on the cover. You know, there are like she she's listing all these A listers that have been on the cover before, like recently, mm-hmm. or is it recently? I mean, who knows? Yeah, who knows? Uh, but tell the tell the the past story of a time a time this has happened iconically. So I was thinking, like you know, clearly this catch and kill thing has been done many times, and then literally was reading this um, very long form Vanity Fair piece about like Tiger Woods, which I don't even know why we're still whatever. I guess he's still good at golf, so we're still talking about him. But so let me read to you this part of this piece. Tiger Woods and this woman are having an affair, and they have sex uh, in a in a parking lot. And this <laughs> is what it says: the parking lot incident was allegedly used as leverage against Woods and his coterie of advisors called Team Tiger. According to a December 18th, 2009 article in the Wall Street Journal, Team Tiger proposed a deal. Tiger would grant the National Enquirer's sister publication, Men's Fitness, an interview if the story was held. Even though Woods was reportedly under exclusive seven-figure contract to Golf Digest, which listens on its masthead as playing editor, the deal was struck, much to the dismay of men's fitness editor-in-chief Neil Bolton. Bolton tells me, I got a call from David Pecker's office. We have some good news. Tiger is having an affair. Bolton quit his job in protest, he says, but the men's fitness cover of a grinning Woods and a 12-page feature with an interview were published in the, the August 2007 issue. And I guess a spokesperson from the National Enquirer denied that it was ex- in exchange. Yeah. But this was a story that that they knew that never came out. And then all of a sudden, even though he had an exclusive with a different magazine, Tiger's face appears on the cover of Men's Fitness. Mm-hmm. Interesting. That's fun. So it happens all the time and now it's happening with him. But David Pecker, I think, is only going to be in the news more and more and more. And the reason we're, main reason we're bringing this up is because the... I don't think it's likely, but there's a potential outcome that like this could fuck up a whole lot of publications we do like. <laughs> We do well, like. just also interesting because you you want you look at covers of tabloids and you wonder why the choice was made to put the celebrity mm-hmm. there, and you think of a, you could think of ten thousand things, and the last thing you would ever think of is in exchange for information to be kept from the magazine. Mm-hmm. Usually, you think of it as just like, oh, they put this, they put Meghan Markle on the cover because Meghan Markle sells, you know. Karen well, that would be number one. Number two would be like, oh, they're friends. Oh, there's some sort of show. The the, the sister, the parent uh, company, NBC, of this thing wants them to promote the show. Like, there's just lots of like kind of devious, but not actually devious. This is like actually devious. <laughs> it's then good. you can think, oh, is this person have something to hide? That's kind of a fun way to look at it. It's a it's a very interesting story. Yeah. Uh, Anyways, keep following it. We probably won't, but maybe we will. No, we definitely will. We will. I'm fascinated by this stuff. I love next, this stuff. Next up, Denise Richards is joining the Real Housewives. Isn't that nuts? Not really to me, but I feel like people think that she is too famous to do it. I don't know that she's too famous. I just think she's a different kind of famous, you know? But like Lisa Rinna. A different. <laughs> Sorry. Also, also older. I feel like Lisa Rinna also made more sense because her time was even longer past, you know? But like Dennis Richards' time is kind of past, like is kind of past. What was the last thing she was in? I don't know. Love Actually. What I think is weird. You wish. What I think is weird about this is that, unlike a lot of these other women, 
a lot has been made of, and she has been in the press and on Watch What Happens Live, talking about what a fan she is of the show. Mm-hmm. And what's kind of funny is that when these housewives come on this show, they frame it as, oh, she's a friend of so-and-so. Oh, she knows her. Oh, this person knows this person. And they kind of make it more of a natural thing where like, they just were in their lives and then they joined Housewives. Mm-hmm. This is so clearly like Calculated. Denise Richards like loves the real Housewives, like wanted to join the show. And then they were like, sure. So it's just interesting. And they were like, that. okay, you're going to have to befriend them first so that we have a more uh, obvious yeah. narrative for your entrance. So like I think spend so. a season pretending to be friends with Lisa Rena and everyone else. And then like by the end of it. You'll be on the show. I mean, I think she might be somewhat friends with Kyle and Lisa Rinna Mm -hmm. via other things. Mm -hmm. But I do think that a lot of that is because she loves the housewives. I mean, don't forget, this show has been on now for like a thousand years. So This is Beverly Hills, right? Yeah. So there's just a huge buildup of content for Denise to ingest. It's almost like when... Okay, I mean, you're not going to care. But on Terrace House, (laughs) because Terrace House is on every week... People come into the Terrace house and say, oh, I've been watching you guys. And, oh, I, I've i been seeing what's happening, da-da-da. Mm-hmm. And it's very weird to get that, to, to hear them say that because you almost don't want to acknowledge that. And most shows aren't live like that. It almost feels like she's, like, she's playing a game. She's doing the same thing. Yeah. Anyway. Also, she needs money. Well, I mean, everyone needs money. But, of, yes, I'm sure Charlie Sheen is not paying. Yeah, Charlie Sheen is support. not. That's another thing. So it's sort of, it's it ties to recent news that Charlie Sheen is running out of money sort of right, so. more quickly than he expected to. And so her her alimony payments, her child support payments are now sort of in limbo or they're yeah. less permanent than maybe she assumed well, they would be. Isn't it crazy that you have to pay attention to your ex-spouse's Money. like drama on yeah. top of yeah it's a nightmare um, i mean like it's a nightmare for her so it, it it would make sense it reminds me it stuff like this always reminds me of like yeah I, i'm sure there is a certain allure to being on the real housewives like just wanting to be famous and and wanting mm-hmm. to increase your notoriety mm-hmm. but it reminds me of that that part in the joan rivers documentary that i think about all the time when she says um because, you know, part of the documentary, they cover her roast on Comedy Central. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. When she says, no one does this for fun, she was like, this is not fun. She was like, you do this for money. She was like, this no work. one would ever do this for fun because it is not fun. And so that's right. what I think of when people join Real Housewives. It's like, it's easy to say you're doing it for fun and it's easy to say because you love doing the Housewives. But like, you're doing this out it's of work. It reeks of desperation is what I'm saying. It's also work. Like, I mean, I think I think for the most sees- part, this is not fun. No, I don't think it's fun. And maybe you go into it expecting like, well, I'm going to be the, I'm going to be the anomaly here. Like Denise Richards might be thinking like, I'm going to be the one who doesn't end up being a mess. But like, that's that's always a risk. That's always a risk. The the plot lines on Housewives are darker than a lot of shows because it's nonfiction. And also a lot of it is like, as we've talked about, is like very close to the truth in terms of the stuff that they're dealing with. And, And Beverly Hills is no exception. Like all the Kim... And Kyle stuff. I don't know if you. No, yeah, I know this, all about that. That like Beverly right. Hills is one that I did actually watch for a while. It's not a great scene. No, it's not like a fun scene. There are some housewives that are more fun than others. I think. See, but like New York is extremely dark this season. I can't believe New York is. I cannot believe the drama going on in New York right now. Right, and Beverly Hills has had its fair share. Atlanta's pretty dark. I mean, everyone has its own. There's no, like, fun housewives that are just, like, purely them running around having a good time. Maybe sort of Dallas. Sort of Dallas. But even I stopped watching Dallas. Did you know, though, 
that Denise had her own reality show on E! a few years ago. Well, I don't remember that. I looked. I saw that when I was looking her up earlier before the show. And it lasted two seasons. It? What was it called? Like, Denise Richards. Like, it's here complicated. she is. It's complicated. No, it's complicated. Which is funny because in 2008, we were saying it's complicated a lot because of Facebook. This Memorial Day, Denise Richards is coming to E! The rumors were one thing. Real life is so much better. Oh. <laughs> Can you two work together or no? Thanks for coming here, Dad. First movie that I saw you in was Wild Things. I ain't the Bond girl. I ain't the girl from Wild Things. I'm the girl from Illinois that lives on a fucking farm. <laughs> well, maybe I just want to have some fun right now. <laughs> Denise Richards, It's Complicated, coming this Memorial Day on E! And it was also, I think, right after her divorce from Charlie Sheen? Oh, so that's why she got yeah, it. Yeah, I think so. I don't like this at all. No, I don't like it either. Well, we haven't really even talked about Denise Richards. Why is she? Why would you say she's the most famous? Well, that's the thing. It's like she... Modeling. She was well, always on the cover. I, I think of her as... I equate her with like Maxim, you know? Well, she was like... When Wild Things came out, she was like the top of her game in terms... I mean, I love her from Drop Dead Gorgeous. That's my mm-hmm. all-time fave. I love Drop Dead Gorgeous. Amy she's Adams. so good in that. She was a Bond girl. She was the world is not enough Bond girl. Yeah. She was in, yeah, Wild Things. She was in Love Actually. And when she was in Love Actually, that was kind of her peak because her appearance at the end. No, it was because her appearance at the end was like a surprise. Like at the time, it was like a huge celebrity cameo because she just has like one line at the end and she shows up at the London airport and it's like, oh, I'm the friend. See, and it's like, oh my God, the the hot girl, the, the Maxim model is like the friend. I always mix her up in my mind, this is fucked up, with Shannon Elizabeth a little bit. They're both in love, actually. I know, but they also kind of look alike. They kind of look alike to me. Um, And it's crazy because think about back then mixing them up. You would never. Denise Richards is so much more famous than Shannon Elizabeth. Mm -hmm. But yeah, so Denise Richards, I I guess what's tripping us up and why we're like, whoa, is that she's actually an actress who has had memorable roles. Like Lisa Rinna is one too, but she's more like a soap star. These are kind of women. Housewives women have always been kind of on the periphery of fame. So I want to read, I want to read some of the things from her bio because they're funny. Now that we've talked about who she is. Yeah, please. We don't look at the IMDb bio enough and God knows who sources these things because- Well, I think publicists write them. They're truly- Insane. So it says, yeah. birth name, Denise Lee Richards. Nickname? Do you know what her nickname is? Dee Dee. Fluffy girl. No, that's not a thing. Okay. How do you source these things? Mm, I have no idea. That's the thing. It's not like Wikipedia where there's a button that says, like, edit, you know? Yeah. I don't know where she this probably put from. that in herself. Yeah. So, trademarks. She has five trademarks. Can you guess one of them? Hot. Curvaceous, buxom figure. I was going to say boobs. Okay. Boobs. Blonde hair, one? blue eyes, and full lips. That counts she as doesn't one. Have blonde hair, but okay. Pointed, turned up nose. Oh, I know. That's it. She does have an iconic turned up nose. Pointed, turned up nose. Dark, thick eyebrows. Okay, this is just stupid. Okay, and the, do you want to know what the last one is? What? It made me say yikes aloud when what? I first saw it. What? Breathy little girl voice. No, I'm sorry. Who wrote? What pervert like signed into IMDb and added that? I don't know. Can you I click don't know, on that to see other women who have breathy baby voices? <laughs> I wish I wish this was a hyperlink that took me to other breathy little girl voices. Is that hot linked? Okay, yeah, fine. It's not hot linked. So, so Denise Richards known for her curvaceous body, blonde hair and blue eyes, which is not true, her big eyebrows, and her uh, tiny baby voice. <laughs> Wait, listen to this trivia. Enjoys kickboxing. Former model. Okay. Sure. Uh, she has several cats and dogs. And then this one drives a Mercedes Benz S55 AMG. Like she she added this, right? What? Think of all the things that are interesting about Denise Richards. None of them are on none of them have been listed by you yet. 
(laughs) You know? Number, this is the last one. She's left-handed. She ranked number 61 in Men's Health Magazine's 100 Hottest Women of All Time. So she's number six. She's the number 61 hottest woman of all time. That's a big deal. That's a big deal. (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) Number 61. (laughs) (laughs) Number 61. She's the number. In case you didn't know who Denise Richards was, she's the one. She's the number 61 hottest woman of all time as of 2011. As of 2011? So she could have dropped. She could have dropped. I mean, how often is Men's Health Magazine releasing their list of 100 hottest women of all time? I don't know, but she's definitely gone down. And not that she's gotten less hot, but like just there are more hot people around. It's just the natural way of this things. This bullet says good friends with Lisa Rita and George Clooney. George, what? How did, I okay. Don't know. I don't know. Also in March of this year, she was spotted by the Daily Mail packing on the PDA with her new beau outside a Los Angeles restaurant. Is she dating a billionaire now? I feel like she is. The thing is, I'm looking for his na- Who is he? Oh, they call him a mystery man. Oh, she's dating a hunky divorcee. Nicolette Sheridan's ex-husband, Aaron Fipers. Do you know who that is? No. No idea. But you know who Nicolette Sheridan is? I know who Nicolette Sheridan is, but I don't know who the ex-husband is. This is great because, of course, Radar has like an entire slideshow about her dating him. So it says, Denise Richards' mystery boyfriend has been revealed. The actress is dating none other than Nicolette Sheridan's ex-husband, Aaron Fipers. None other than. Famously wed the former Desperate Housewives star in 2015, but split just five months later. Now, sources revealed a radar. The Canadian-born hunk has found love with Richards. It says, three years and seven price drops later, Denise Richards' Hidden Hills home is finally in escrow for almost $5 million. But Richards isn't the only one celebrating over the sale. A source tells RadarOnline.com exclusively, the actress's nemesis neighbor, Nicolette Sheridan, is over the moon. She won't have to see Richards walking around the neighborhood with her ex-husband, actor Aaron Fipers anymore, or see his car, or see his car parked in Denise's driveway. That's a lot of weird goss, Wait, they're nemeses? I don't know, but this article makes it seem like she's just walking around town. <laughs> Wait, but did the article call them nemeses? Her yes. and Nicolette Sheridan? Yes, so but like she's Nicolette dating Sheridan... her nemesis's okay, but ex. I don't know if they were nemesis before or after the dating. Yeah, and also, did, she... did they become nemeses because of the dating? I'm telling yes. you, this article doesn't say there's a podcast at the bottom and I refuse to listen. Sorry. So... It is really funny imagining like Denise Richards flaunting her relationship in front of Nicolette Sheridan all the time. Like just walking back and forth in front of her kitchen window, like canoodling. And Nicolette Sheridan is like breaking glassware inside her house. Like, Gah! well, it's like the plot of Desperate House. <laughs> no, yeah. They live on Wisteria okay. Lane. Anyways, I'm just, I, I wanted to make sure that we got all of Denise Richards' fun, the fun bits of Denise Richards on here, and I think we did. Didn't, didn't Nicolette Sheridan die in, in, because I watched Desperate Housewives to the very end. I love Desperate Housewives. Didn't it, didn't she die? They killed her off, like, in a tornado, I think. Hi, I'm the whore that lives down the street. Could I borrow a cup of condoms? A cup? Are you sure that'll be enough? I have no idea. Anyway, that was funny. Um, I think they killed her off in a tornado, which is just a funny way to kill someone off. Speaking of houses, mm-hmm. do we know if Azalea Banks is still waiting at Elon Musk's house for Grimes to get back? Probably not. <laughs> and let me tell you, do you why. She, do you think she gave up and left? Do we have an update on that? Well, let me tell you why. She said she was only going to wait one more day and the day has passed. So she's either gone now or she's beginning to pack her things. I really don't want to talk about Azalea Banks, but it is funny that... There were like hundreds of headlines that were just like, Zelia Banks waits at Elon Musk's house for Grimes. And it's all based on a single Instagram story that she deleted 
that says literally been sitting at Elon Musk's house alone for days waiting for at Grimes to show up and start these sessions. So I guess they're making music together. Who knows? Quote, I have no idea when she's coming back. I'm going to wait one day that I'm going to go home. So if this were anyone else's house, you would think it was a joke or an exaggeration. But because it's number one, Azalea Banks, and number two, it's Elon Musk, I believe that she was in that house. I just days. don't understand how'd she get in? Where was she sitting? Is anyone there at all? Who told her to come? What wing of the house was she in? Yeah, who told her to come? How'd she get in? You know? How'd she get in? If she's in, it stands to reason that she was let, like, he must have a lot of security, so she must have been on whatever list exists. But it it does make sense to me that the three of these people would be involved in some way because they're all lunatics, right? Really all lunatics. Okay, let's move on to Ruby Rose. Who we haven't talked about in a long time. I know, but now we have to talk about her. Because she's Catwoman. Batwoman. Catwoman? Batwoman. Cat, no. Batwoman. Also, let me say, <laughs> you just keep saying. Because I couldn't remember if Ruby Rose was Catwoman or Batwoman. Have you heard of the movie The Meg? Of course I've heard of the movie The Meg. Do you know that she's in The Meg? Is she The Meg? No, The Meg is a shark. I don't. Surprise. I didn't know she was in The Meg until I saw that it made a ton of money this weekend. So Ruby Rose has been in the news for two reasons. One, she's in The Meg, so people are like, Ruby Rose. Two, she was cast as Batwoman, not Catwoman. Okay? Batwoman, is Batwoman yeah. different from Batgirl? Or is Batwoman what we're calling Batgirl now because it's 2018? I don't know anything about comics. No, I know that, but I know there also is a Batgirl because wasn't Alicia Silverstone Batgirl? Is Batwoman, are Batwoman and Batgirl the same thing? I don't think so. I don't think Batgirl grew up to be Batwoman. At the top of the Batwoman Wikipedia, not to be confused with Batgirl. Oh. (laughs) She is a different person. No, that makes sense. Her name is Betty Kane. No, Barbara Gordon. And then... I don't think Batgirl, like, becomes Batwoman. So Batgirl will still be Batgirl when she's 90. Batwoman is apparently gay. Did you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I didn't. I didn't know anything that, about her. She came out She came out in, like, 2005. So was Ruby Rose. I don't know if you knew that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know if you saw this quote, but while she was saying something... Oh, the quote where she quotes Oscar Wilde. <laughs> but then she's... Can I just read this quote? Yes, yes. I feel like the reason I get so emotional, growing up watching TV, I never saw anyone on TV that I could identify with, let alone a superhero, Rose said, through a cracking voice. I have always had this saying, I mean, not me, Oscar Wilde, <laughs> which is, <laughs> which is be yourself, <laughs> which, which is me, <laughs> which is be yourself because everyone else is taken. <laughs> so I live by that motto. And the second motto when I came into the industry was be the person that you needed to be when you were younger. I feel like one motto led to another. Okay, so two mottos. Both are not said. She did not make up either of them. One was Oscar Wilde. One model leaves. I just feel like she can't say anything without sounding. This is a crazy yeah. quote, right? Imagine being a judge, being in a, at, a, at a murder trial, and the judge is like, I've always had this saying, or not me, God, thou shall not kill. <laughs> or not me. God. Or not me, God. Not me, Oscar Wilde. Anyways, um, I like hate this story, honestly. One of my sayings, I mean, Oscar Wilde's is I'm gay. <laughs> I've always had this saying, well, not me, Oscar Wilde. But, uh, you know. Same diff, same, same diff, same, same diff, yeah. Which is, you know, be yourself because everyone else is taken. I put these two here just for fun because they didn't make any sense to okay, me. Okay, I'm going to read one of them and you can read the other one. Sure, okay. 
Guess what? These are from the Daily Mail Australia. <laughs> Number one. <laughs> quote, they've been inseparable since their first date. <laughs> Colon. Math. <laughs> Maths. <laughs> MAFS Maths Telv Williams is, quote, dating Bachelor in Paradise star Simone Ormisher just weeks after split with lookalike ex Maddie Carolyn. I love when I see How? an headline where I don't understand anything except for Bachelor in Paradise, but it's not the American Bachelor in Paradise, it's the Australian Bachelor in Paradise. It is. What's Maths? I have no what Maths. Oh, it's Married at First Sight. Oh. <laughs> Okay. I I have no idea what any of this is. Great. I love it. I don't even want to know, but I thought it was funny. Yeah. What's also, the other here's one? another one. This isn't Australia. This is just casual Daily Mail. Liam's two Cheryl lookalikes. Another lookalike headline. Former One Direction star, quote, has date night with heiress 17 years younger than his ex, quote, days after being seen with another dead ringer for mother of his child who he split from six weeks ago. Do you understand any of this? I sort of understand what it means. It means that he's been seen with two women who look like Cheryl Cole, except, or excuse me, Cheryl, except for the fact that they're not double his age. She's she's 17 years younger than Cheryl. I just like that they brought in Cheryl's age, not his age. Like how much how much older? Well, they're is making it seem he? scandalous. What it is sort of weird because the the woman is seven is eighteen and he's twenty four, right. but that's still considerably less of an age difference than him and Cheryl. And at least they didn't meet whenever he was like fifteen years old. The lookalikeness is just that they both have brown hair. Yeah, they both have brown hair. But the Daily Mail likes to manufacture like you know. <gasps> They like to make it seem more scandalous than it actually is. Whatever. So, yeah. Why do we I mean, care I... about Liam Payne? Just no one in One Direction is interesting. And it sort of boggles my mind how dull all of these dudes are. All of them. I know. It's true. Like They're so lame. Every time they come up in the news, it's always like the news item is potentially interesting. But they as people are so dull that I don't. It doesn't go further than just what the news item is. Like dating Haley. Um Steinfeld. Steinfeld. Um, Zane and Gigi. Harry Styles and Lou. I don't know. Well, it doesn't. Like, who? It doesn't even mean I don't. I dislike them, but it's like I like Harry. I guess I like Harry, but it, he's boring as hell. He's right, boring they don't, as hell. They're very media trained, and they don't boys. have. Yeah, they don't really have personalities. Any of them. Right. Speaking of young boys with no personalities, did you watch the Teen Choice Awards last night? <laughs> That is an excellent segue. I love that Thank one, you. Lindsay. Thank you. I caught a little bit of it, and let me tell you, did I watch? It was wild. Let me tell you something. Uh, as I said earlier at the top of the show, I was not watching the Teen Choice Awards. I was watching the literal opposite of the Teen Choice Awards: Sharp Objects. So, <laughs> if teens had to choose anything, they would never choose Sharp Objects. It is objects, the the FYI. negative the negative image of the Teen Choice Awards is, you know, Patricia there Clarkson be- drinking a whiskey sour and telling. Amy Adams that she doesn't love her. There should be a Teen Choice Award for just show we would never watch, and it's like the teens vote, and Sharp Objects wins every year. Like they'd never watch that. No teens. Every teen, every teen's story about Sharp Objects is like my parents are in the living room watching Sharp Objects, like LOL, and then they go upstairs <laughs> to the other TV, and they're like, "That's I can't deal with this. I'm not going to be okay. down here while you're watching Sharp Objects, Mom." I'm so not grandma or whatever. These awards were on last night and they're fun because they're not, f- yeah, they're not for us, which is fine. I know that by now, but it doesn't mean I can't watch them and be like, lol. Yeah. Um, the other thing is Bella Thorne boycotted them. So like our girl Bella wasn't even there. She was 
uh, nominated for three awards. I don't think she won any of them because she wasn't there. Um, her tweets about them are very funny. I don't she, know if you saw her tweets. She's very woke. She's very woke when it comes but, to the Teen Choice Awards. But her suggestion to fix them is funny. She wrote, I'm boycotting Teen Choice because Besides it being rigged, it's just fucked up. Vote for the hottest is so gross. How about smartest or a charity category? How about, <laughs> which I like because she's like got the right idea. But but imagine the Teen Choice Awards having a charity category or smartest. Well, what does that mean, a charity category? <laughs> I don't know. But just imagine being like the smartest teen, the smartest. I just, I she's like, she's so, she's on it, but she's not quite to the next level of it. The chair, like, yeah, she's almost there. She's almost there. She's almost there. So um, who did go to the Teen Choice Awards? I went to Just Jared Jr. because that's my only oh. spot for talking about teens. Oh. And I screenshotted every um, every headline about the Teen Choice Awards that I didn't know the people in the headline. Mm-hmm. And then I made Bobby figure out who they were. This collection of words is so overwhelming. Um, here we go. So let's start with number one. Grant Gustin and Rick Gonzalez hit the carpet at the Teen Choice Awards 2018. Okay, so do you know what either of these people are from? You don't? No. No. Okay. Absolutely. I have no idea. Arrow. Okay, um, great. Arrow is Rick Gonzalez. Grant is The Flash. Okay, so that makes sense. They're both CW adjacent yes. stars. But right. additionally, as Just Jared points out, Grant took home the choice action TV actor, but he was up for choice male hottie. He and co-star Candace Patton were also nominated for Choice TV Ship. Oh, ooh. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. Sexy. Wait, let's move on. Okay. Eva Gutowski rocks purple no hair for Teen Choice Awards 2018. Do you know Who's who she that? is? Uh-uh. Um, she's a YouTuber. Uh-huh. She's a YouTuber. She has, uh-huh. guess how many Instagram followers? I have no idea. A 5. million. 5.6 million. 5. Wow. 5.6 million. If you Damn. want an example, um, I, I, I read a... She she was dating a guy named Adam Bartoszewski. Mm. They're also YouTubers. They were America's favorite on-again, off-again YouTube couple, according to the website yourtango.com. Less than a week after publicly ending her relationship with Alex Hayes, Ava Gutowski comes out as bisexual on Twitter, and I've got all the latest details for you, my friends. Here's another story from Just Jared that will give you an idea of uh, what sorts of headlines she gets. Is Eva Gutowski uh-huh. back with Adam Bartoszewski? Looks like it. <laughs> anyway. I like that it answers its own question. Oh, Maya Mitchell and Rudy Mancuso take the stage at Teen Choice Awards 2018. Do I you know, know who, who she is. is. You know I know who, who she is. is. Yes. You do? She's on The Fosters. Yes, you're right. But she's also um, in a new show, Good Trouble, which is a spinoff of The Fosters. And she's also, I think, in a movie that is A24 that's coming out soon with Leonardo DiCaprio's girlfriend. Yes, Camilla Maroney. Yes. Yes. But do you know who Rudy Mancuso is? No fucking idea. Um, hold on, I just lost the. Do you? I just lost the page. They are dating. Apparently, no, they're not. They're apparently dating, <laughs> and he is just a YouTuber. Boring. Okay, they're but... all YouTubers. <laughs> so, okay, okay. But he wants okay, to be a musician because they all want to be musicians secretly. Sure. Same. Okay. Next up, let's see what okay. this next horrible headline is. Asher Angel. Asher Angel hits Teen Choice Awards 2018 with Mason Ramsey. You know who Mason Ramsey is, right? Love Mason Ramsey. Okay, who is he? Tell everyone. He's the yodeling Walmart boy. Yes, he's a yodeling Walmart boy who has released, I believe, a number one single, a country single. Honestly, one. his song, the "Wanna Be Famous" song, not not really that bad. I don't, I don't mind it. If I'm gonna be famous for something, I wanna be famous for loving you. 
So Asher Angel is a young boy who is, <laughs> God, is a I, Disney Channel star. I hate this segment. Yeah. He's on a show called Andy Mac. Can you oh, guess the of name that. of the star of Andy Mac? Do I know who it is? Yeah. Have you heard of Andy Mac? Yes, but I, yes, but Do you I know don't the actress know who, who plays Andy Mac. Have I ever heard of this actress? Yeah. No, Jojo maybe. I mean, you read Just Jared more often than I do. Who? Peyton Elizabeth Lee. How's that Fuck, for a I've, name? I've heard of her, but I don't, I don't really know who she is. This is the plot of Andy Mac, which I didn't oh, know about. God. Okay. A contemporary coming of age story about a girl who's trying to determine where she fits in when her free spirited older spirit sister returns with the revelation that changes everything. It sends Andy on an uncharted course of self discovery. Isn't this the description of every Disney Channel show? Okay. Hannah Stocking rescues German Shepherd puppy ahead of Teen Choice Awards 2018. A little bit of a twist on this headline. <laughs> no? <laughs> a little bit of a twist. A little bit of a twist. <laughs> who is this? She's a YouTuber. Okay, cool. She's a YouTuber. I love her Instagram because she's, her thing is like, I'm hot. <laughs> like, I'm hot. I'm a model. I'm hot. But also, like, I'm a nerd, you know? Yeah, can I you love describe the Instagram that you sent I me love of hers that, that like, made no sense? So my favorite, my, my favorite Instagram of hers is, um, is from July 1st. It is a side-by photo. It's a diptych of Hannah Stocking wearing the same bathing suit in the fall and the winter. I mean, the winter and the summer. Uh-huh. And the left says, and uh-huh. the left is her sort of like sticking out her belly. Like she has like no makeup on. And no she's makeup on. She's sticking out her belly. she's like kind of sticking out her belly. And then in the second, she's like has a spray tan and she's like toned abs, but looks like the same. Like it doesn't look like two different people. It looks like no. here's one of her yes. in the morning before glam and here's one in the afternoon post glam. And it says uh-huh. winter body versus summer body. Which one are you? Which one are you? Winter body versus summer body. Which one are you? I'm the unfollow button. <laughs> um, <laughs> nice. Let's move Good on. One. Lily okay. Pons and Tuan Kuiper team up at Teen Choice Awards 2018. Lily Pons hosted the Teen Choice Awards. I know, which is honestly a flash from the past that I wasn't expecting. We've talked about her a lot. I think. Remember her feud, her famous feud, her iconic feud. She is um, a Vine star. She feuded with that yes. other Vine star whose name I forgot. Amanda Cerny, Amanda Cerny, Amanda Cerny. Amanda Cerny, who's always in my, yeah. always in my feed. So do you know who Tuan um, Kuiper is? No. Who's that? Viner, also a Viner. Oh, he's Vine, okay. Do you know why he wow. is a Viner? Why he's a Viner? Yeah. Because he has some sort of emotional uh, lack? No, let me let me tell you. How did you get started in social media influencing? This is a story from Forbes in 2015. They, uh-huh, ask, uh-huh. they ask, how did you get started in social media influencing? He said, my best friend Lily Pons introduced me to Vine. <laughs> Then Amazing. he started a Vine account and in the first day had 80,000 followers. Moving on. <laughs> Chloe Lukasiak looks, is a holographic hottie at Teen Choice Awards 2018. Who's that? Uh, she was a dance mom's, a OG dance mom's no, person. No, no. Mm-hmm. Wow, that was a twist. I didn't expect that. OG oh, dance moms. OG so dance she's a dancer. Moms. And uh-huh. I think that's, oh no, last one. Chloe Zuzeldorf brings no, you, Freaky you definitely Friday. definitely said her first name wrong. Cozy, <laughs> Cozy Zuzel Zulsdorf brings Freaky Friday to Teen Choice Awards 2018. Is Chloe, she the new Freaky Friday lady? She's the new Freaky Friday. Yeah, so that's kind of why she was there. But she was Cozy Zulsdorf. Yeah, it's sort of like yeah, it's like Twee German. I like it. It's Twee German. Her name she, is literally Cozy. Yeah, so she got famous um, because of Dolphin Tail, and then she got a Disney Channel <laughs> show because of it called Live and Maddie. Oh, I know about Liv and Maddie. Um, and then I think her big break is going to be Freaky Friday. 
she's free, she's the new Freaky Friday. Yeah, she's Ellie Blake, and then Heidi Blickenstaff is Catherine Blake, and I guess they switch. <laughs> okay, we need to go. We need to move on. And surprise bonus award: Anna Kendrick also wins for Choice Twit. Okay, next story about adults. I just wanted to quickly share. I love this. I love this type of reporting from page six. This is my favorite type of reporting is celebs are ditching Saint-Tropez for Ibiza and Mykonos. Did you know that? Yeah, I know. I almost sent this to you and then I saw it was already in the doc. (laughs) It's hilarious to me. I love a trend piece about where celebrities are going on vacation. Saint-Tropez is over. It's over. And also one American remarked that it looked like the Gowanus Canal, which is the rudest thing to the Gowanus Canal. In case some of you aren't from New York and don't know what the Gowanus Canal Gowanus Canal is, the Gowanus Canal is like one of the most polluted bodies of water in the country. And it's like surrounded by expensive real estate. And it's in the middle of Brooklyn and it's disgusting. And everything in the water causes cancer. And a yeah. few years ago, a dolphin somehow got stuck in the Gowanus Canal and people were like, save the dolphin. And they got the dolphin out, but then the dolphin ended up dying because it was in that nasty water. Yeah. So apparently um, it's very, apparently it's dangerous in Saint-Tropez now. And also um, the Russian oligarchs don't go there anymore. So it's not chic. Oh, so they and lost no one all the money. Their, no one keeps their yacht anymore. Okay. Um, in Saint-Tropez. And also it looks like the Gowanus Canal. Okay, moving I on. I thought Ibiza was over. No, it's not over. Ibiza has been like... All in for so long that you sort of think that just based on the rules of cycles and trends that it would be over by now, but it's not. Well, also Mykonos, I guess Mama Mia and also Lindsay Lohan have brought Mykonos back to life, but I didn't. It never died. I guess everyone always loved Mykonos. Yeah, Mykonos. Here we go again. This is a really good gossip headline. One of the best I've seen in a while. I'm I glad love you put it. This in. It's great. And also the story is kind of just fun. Mm-hmm. I mean, fun. What's fun? Nothing's fun, but like it's fun. It's um did Black China finally say vamoose to her chunky peanut butter caboose? Um what the <laughs> translation here is that Black China's butt has gotten significantly smaller. So the rumors are that she had the butt implant taken out. There's one photo of her butt looking much smaller. And I don't you can't really tell what's going on. And then she um, actually uh, clapped back. I don't know if you oh, saw Oh, what did that. she say? She posted a video to her IG story. And she was rotating her back, showing off her rear end up close with the caption, kiss my ass. <laughs> <laughs> Remember when she almost had it and then she lost it? She almost had it. Remember when we like we're gonna be talking about her so much? She was she was she was here. She was she ready. almost had it, but she fucked it up. Angela Kardashian, where have you gone? Didn't they not let her change her name to Kardashian? Well, they, she tried, and then they were like, "No." Well, we should move on to Rita. What was she wearing? Where was she seen? She posted what on Instagram? She's the Who Queen. Tens of people want to What's Rita Ora up to? Who is this woman? So what is Rita up to? Well, she's being licked by Cara Delevingne. (laughs) In a throwback photo. Yeah, but still. Remember when they dated? They probably, I think they dated. They were like rumored to have dated. I don't know if we know that they actually dated. There's nothing more Rita than wishing somebody a happy birthday with an extremely sexy photo of yourself. (laughs) No? No, that's true. What else is up? Um, she wore a wild outfit that I actually really love uh, at some performance, like some horse race. She uh, wore a beret 
a blue beret that says justice on it. And guess what? That beret's on sale, so you could go buy it. It's only 80 pounds as opposed to the normal 100. You can dress like Rita. Yeah, a great idea is to buy a wool hat in August. Well, you don't know where people live. Okay, she also uh, was at a UNICEF gala. Mm -hmm. I love Rita. She plays a fucking horse race, and then the next day, UNICEF gala. She really is multifaceted. But this headline says that she's preparing to pay tribute to Avicii at the VMAs. So get ready for whatever that's going to be. Okay. And then this this big thing that you posted, huge, huge news. We The album might be coming in November. The headline is, Rita Ora constantly bar- bombarded with flirty online messages. And I'm like, this story seems boring, but I'm going to read it because it's Rita. So I read, 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 read. And then I get to the bottom and I'm like, excuse me, you buried the lead here. She says... I think this is on, she she was giving an interview and they were recounting the interview. But what the lead should be is the, that she told uh, Nick Grimshaw on Radio 1 that her second album, which technically, as we all know, is her first, will, yes. <laughs> we don't we don't recognize the last no, one. No, it didn't come out in America. Will hopefully be released in time for her 28th birthday, which she'll celebrate on the 26th of November. Quote, I'm not supposed to say this. My label is probably going to kill me, but who cares? November time, ideally, the month of my birthday. So she basically reveals when her album's coming out. I know. Big news to the Rita bots. You You left out this, this, my favorite Instagram of the week, actually. Okay, I'm going to click. I mean, I've seen all of her Instagrams, but let's see which one is your favorite. Oh, she was, yes, she was going on a tear of posting fan Instagrams mm-hmm. to her Twitter. Did you notice that? Yes. And this one just says, say what? Pizza. <laughs> but I guess, do you think it's she, it's her looking twice? I think it's, no, I think it's her attempt at a meme being like, me before I see pizza and then me after I see pizza. I think right. that's what she's sort of saying, but she's bad at it. Right, because the her, first like, one is her pouty looking lips, serious amazed. face. And, and then, then the second smiling. one, she's like, oh, like a little more, like she's gasping. So it's, okay, so it's, so say what? Like she's looking at pizza. Yeah. And then it's pizza. And then she's like, oh. (laughs) It's sort of like, it's very winter body versus summer body. It's very winter body. Which one are you? Tag yourself. Which Rita are you before pizza or after pizza? pizza? I'm pizza Rita. if Rita asked us, and I would, I hope she would one day, we could do so many good memes for her. We could do, we could do this for her. Yeah, we could. Um, and I think with that, we're done for the day. So again, buy tickets to our show. Follow us on our Facebook group. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Who Weekly. Um, oh, rate job. and review us on Apple Podcasts. We love those reviews. I was reading some last night, actually, in bed. Oh, I haven't read them in a while. Yeah, someone right. reviewed us a couple days ago, and it was a very sweet review. Oh, my God. So keep doing that. We love that. We'll see you on Friday, and hopefully we'll see a lot of you on Thursday at the show. There are still some tickets left, so you should buy them. Very special guest. Don't forget. Very special. Shh. Okay. See you Friday. Bye. Bye. You will trailer. Yeah. 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 They want to know. That was a headgum podcast.